This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. You're listening to our one millionth airing of the show today. We got actually, a, we're pulling out all the stops. One millionth Is show. it really the one mm-hmm. millionth? Yes. No, mm. actually, it's uh, more like the 17th. Fourth? Okay. But every week we do this, <laughs> and we discuss the construction landscape here in central Ohio. I'm your host, Bryce Jacob, president at J.S. Brown & Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry. Hey, Bryce. We're here for your education. Hey. We're here for your <laughs> education and entertaining value, and you can hear there's another voice in the and background. She actually thought this was the millionth uh, She did. Show. I mean, I'm new here, as you can tell, so. We've been yeah. doing this for 13, like 39 years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Since you were born. <laughs> 39 years, 10 a week. So what does that even add up to? Can you do the math quickly? I'm sure there's some people out there doing the math if we have a listener. (laughs) The mathematician. Fingers crossed. Right. Hey, easy. Sorry. So you you didn't even know. (laughs) She's like, wow, it's been on for (laughs) 100 years. No, here we are, though. It's uh, it's. Jill Waltz, uh, who's me? with us. That's the voice you hear, Jill. Bravo, yes. Need that slow clap. Yep, bird calls. <laughs> and uh, and Jill, she's uh, she's new to J.S. Brown and Company, and we thought we'd get you on the air, your induction right out of the gate. So we love having you. You've been here three weeks now. Has it been three weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Yes. And Jill is the new marketing coordinator, and we'll get her story in a second. But Greg, you know, you're meeting him for the first time today, and Greg's been here uh, to produce all one million shows that we've done. Mm-hmm. And Greg, I'm curious, just recently, I understand you spent some time over the weekend at a fundraiser mm-hmm. for Akita. Mm-hmm. Camp Akita. Camp Akita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, near and dear to your heart. It's like an in-law charity. All of my wife and all of her family and friends were involved. Right. I, I didn't grow up around here, but um, so it Indiana, is near right? and dear, yeah, it's near yeah. and dear to, to my family and friends, yes. So Akita's a big deal around here. Akita, I know, yeah. Most, Akita mm-hmm. was a big deal to me growing up, too. Go. I was a regular. I was there there all the time. That was you the were. highlight of my life. And actually, uh, Courtney Bowie is the common denominator here. Mm-hmm. It's been yes. on our show many times. Who's mm-hmm. also at J.S. Brown Company. And she was your camp counselor mm-hmm. once, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah. Jill? <laughs> wow. And I was a little runt. That's funny. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. A little runt running around uh, trying to put snakes in people's beds. I never did that, did I'm I? Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you That's probably That's what everybody did. does I wouldn't put it past you. So there's more. I don't want to get off this, okay. this right, whole right. fundraiser okay. thing that all you're right, doing, right. which is a noble cause, but I understand you you sing. You do a mm-hmm. lot of singing, yeah. which we haven't heard you do on the no, show, but uh-uh. you were in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your audience a little bit. Who is who is out there? Uh, well, Courtney was there. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of little I kids. I think that was about it. Dancing on the dance yeah, floor? There's just just Courtney. It's a singer's dream. Just Courtney and a bunch of kids. Uh, no, it was a great time. I, I do. I play in a band. We're called the Biographer. You can find us on the Spotify. Biographer. On Spotify. Thank you. Um, but yeah, we, we we performed at this charity. They had a, a charity at uh, the Endeavor Brewing Company, right down there um, on Fifth. Uh, and they hosted this uh, little shindig, and we played, and there was a lot of fun, a lot of kids, and yeah, that's really about it. Jill, you're. I mean, you're up on all the music. You're one of these young, high fluting little musicians. I guess you could say that. Talents. Um, biographer. You hear them? Just now. Well, this was our very right. first gig. Oh, we, we, first yeah, gig yeah, ever? Yeah, we. It's all made up of all of our buddies, like mm-hmm. a couple of camp guys, Courtney's husband. We played uh, together in basements and random shows and gigs around. And um, but this was this is the the first version of this band, the first gig for this band, the biographer. All right, is there any room for someone to play the spoons? Sure. Yes, right. of course. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my that's my thing. Yeah. Do you play yeah, we'll an play instruments? Things. Yeah, I play uh, guitar and keyboards and. 
Okay. I just I just got really I just was coined the singer because everybody else can play all the other instruments better than me. So that I'm just like, well, I guess I'll sing. <laughs> you guys are way better well, guitar play players the, than you play me. The voice instrument the best. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. See. All right. There you okay. Go. I like that. Well, I can do I like backups that. for you. Okay. So. Yeah. We need some backup Wonderful. singers. Well, this will, this will so be yeah, great. yeah. Hopefully we'll have more uh, more gigs down the road, more yeah, fundraisers awesome. we can we can do. So be sure to tune in to Above Grade because we'll get the uh, biographer mm-hmm. progress report. Maybe we'll do, we'll uh, maybe we can do a theme song for above the grade it could be the intro you know what folks stay tuned coming Mm -hmm. soon to this show is a biographer intro original i like it i'm on something i'm making a note note. he's literally making a note right now i would think he'd just remember that no all right we'll make a note Um, well thanks for asking absolutely was there and courtney's husband craig is in the band he plays guitar he's a man of the band he's a guitarist okay well small world isn't it jill i mean here we are all of us talking about Full the circle. fundraiser, right. and here you were a little camper. A little runt, she said. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Jill, you're from this area. You're from Upper Arlington. Yes, right? I'm a UA native. And you went to Ohio State, so you've never really been outside of Columbus. You're right. I've never stepped foot out of the city <laughs> in my 22 years of life. <laughs> and you've been some interesting places. I yeah. just know it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're glad to have you over at J.S. Glad Brown & Company. Here. And today I thought what we'd do, we're filling Jill's head with all kinds of knowledge and we're doing the same thing. We've been doing this for Greg for quite some time as well, getting him well, well-versed it's in, useful. The, mm-hmm. in the world of construction. And so today, this is something we haven't really talked about, but it's something that's part of most homes in central Ohio. It's a basement. And basements are wonderful living spaces under the house. And there's a lot of great things that you can expand that living space into. I thought we'd talk about that today. What do you say? I say yes. Let's do it. You're good? So do both of you have living places that have basements? Right now? I do. Tell me about... Okay. Jill? Yeah, I do. You do? I okay. do. So do I. Wow. Another we have thing so much in common. We have in common. <laughs> wow. It uh, just keeps I, going. I have a, a split level, so it's only kind of part okay. of the basement, um, but it's uh, it's down there. It's got utilitarian stuff like the uh, heater and the furnace and stuff. Oh, your mechanicals. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it's got a little storage room, and then it's got the uh, room where I uh, uh, my man cave has been split in half. Mm. Oh. Half of it is my... Man cave slash office. Mm-hmm. And the other half is uh, full of uh, baby dolls and toys and kid stuff. Your baby dolls? <laughs> no. So no wait, it sounds like it's been asking. split in yeah. in half and then in half again. Mm-hmm. The man cave. Well, because you said man cave slash office, which that uh, slash cuts it in half. Yeah. So you're right. It's I guess quarter, I've got a quarter of it. I've got quarter a quarter, man quarter man cave, quarter office, and then half and half Legos, stuff. Hot Wheels. That um, all adds up. Mm-hmm, that yeah. makes one whole basement. Yeah. In a split level to make the math even more challenging. I'm I'm really confused now. Oh, man. I'm not sure what we just did. Please don't tell me yours is a split level, too, because I don't want to do that kind of math twice. Um, It's a split level, but I'm pretty sure we have a full basement. Like, it's a pretty big space. Yeah? For the amount of stuff that we have in it, yes. Do you know what a split level is, Jill? Jill's making me look really smart. I like this, Jill. All right, let's. This is good. This is good. So, <laughs> give me the definition of a so split, split level. So, split level is if you go in the front door, mm-hmm. you can either go upstairs or downstairs. Okay, then yes, it's a split level. Okay, so yes. you're so she's in a split level. Gosh, even more in common for just the two of you. Wow. You want to go get a slushy or something? I guess. I mean, sure. <laughs> Interestingly enough, you're married. She's not. So, it's, oh wait, oh, wait that's wait, not so, in yeah, common. No. Sorry, no slushies for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk. So talk, talk to me about your base. Is this the house that you grew up in? or what? Yes, this is the house I grew up in is what I'm referring to. Um, it's a pretty big space. We have four cats, I think, now. Mm. At our house, so that's kind of where we keep all the cat stuff, mm. kind of out of sight, out of mind. My dad doesn't like to. Not a man cave, a right. cat cave. Well, 
Yeah, however, it is part man cave as well. Okay. Part of it is the cat stuff. Part of it is where my dad goes to hide away. I want to say when he gets back from work, there's a TV set up and there's gym equipment that has gone untouched for probably the past three years. Oh, I hope he's not listening. Right, yeah. Okay. Well, no. Well, maybe it's encouraging We'll hide it to from him. him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, Shame maybe him a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe he'll <laughs> get back in there and work out. Who knows? So um, basements are an interesting place because, Greg, what you said earlier about the mechanicals, mm -hmm. it's usually where mechanicals are found. Your mm -hmm. heating and cooling mm -hmm. is down there. It makes sense. Right. They have a furnace down there yeah. and everything kind of goes up through the house. And then um, many times basements aren't finished. You know, because they are good for storage, which mm -hmm. you mentioned you use yours for storage. Yeah. Uh, longer you're around, the more stuff we seem to accumulate <laughs> and the, the more we need space to store all of it. And basements are great for that. One of the things I love about basements in the business that I'm in, it's kind of the heart of the home from knowing how the heart beats. So knowing where all the mechanicals are, the plumbing, the electrical panels mm -hmm. usually in the basement, mm -hmm. you can get a good look at where the water comes in, the gas service comes in. Furnace ductwork, sump, uh, the sump pumps sump down pump, there. Yeah, yeah, if you have a sump pump, which yeah. is in this area a great idea because the water table. But we have, um, you know, the 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 a, a great way to get your eyes on the entire home and kind of understand where everything's going. So it's funny when people are doing a kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel or or a, um, a another part of the house or even a room addition. I always say, "Do you mind if I go down in the basement?" And they kind of look at you like, "Yeah, sure," you know, and. Uh, I always tell them that this is how I learn more about how the home is built through the basement typically mm -hmm. than any, any other way of looking at it. And certainly there's things you do looking at the house as you approach it. But when you walk down into the basement, it's a great way to see that. But basements have become an extension of the living space, which you talked about for cat toys mm -hmm. and for other things. You don't have any cats, do you? No. We're, you we're, just, we're, you had the puppy. Two, two dogs, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, had the... Yeah. Oh, there's two? Yeah, there's and two. I, and how's the puppy? Yeah. She's great. Greta. Greta. You getting any yeah. sleep? Uh, a little mm. bit. I'm getting... She's sleeping through the night now. Thank you. Good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. 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 That's, Improvement. That's great. That was the surprise dog <laughs> right. that just showed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like an impulse buy puppy. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Choose, uh -huh. you know, you know, he, yeah. <laughs> put him in the closet. Right. Puppy, no. Nope. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, now you got two dogs. I mean, what's the difference? You had the one, now you got two dogs. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. My okay. life is still just as stressful. Really? So it didn't double the stress. <laughs> No, and it didn't cut it in half because it took care of each other. When you're at 100 percent stress level, right? You know, it doesn't get. It doesn't oh, get <laughs> Jeez, I hate to Kids hear that. Kids and dogs. The radio business is hard. I don't make geez. your life more stressful, do I? Hopefully, we no, take this, a little bit. This of is my release. release. Of, yeah, my release of the week. Awesome. Thanks, okay, Bryce. well, I'm good. I'm glad that I'm here. Maybe we should double down on the number of podcasts. Great. Let's. Is do that what it. he said? Twice as long. Let's just sit three here times for six hours, Let's right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> We're going to still the, talk as about long basements. As the checks, so hang in there, clear there. <laughs> well, I'll do whatever you want, buddy. <laughs> I hope they're clearing. We're, we're trying we're trying to use this to drum up some opportunities to remodel some basements right mm -hmm. now. So if you've got a basement you want us to look at it, go to jsbrownandcompany.com and you can go to info at jsbrownandcompany.com and send us a request to take a look at your basement. We'd love to help you with that because they're wonderful spaces. You know, basements are becoming, like I said earlier, that additional living space in mm -hmm. the home. And sometimes people uh, approach us about putting additions on their home because they want to pick up an extra family room or they want to have extra living space, whatever it might be. And oftentimes they don't think about their basement because they've been using it for storage or there are mechanicals or there's lower ceilings or there's a wide variety of reasons where maybe they didn't think the basement was a good space to go. And uh, it's an awesome area. You know, mm. it's cooler down there right. a little bit. You know, Jill, you like cooler space or warmer space or doesn't matter to Typically you? Typically warmer, but I guess if I'm sleeping, I like colder. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you could create a bunch of bedrooms down there <laughs> to sleep in, perhaps. <laughs> of course, you can regulate the temperature down there. But um, yeah, that's one of the things. If you add a bedroom down there, you have to add egress wells. That's one of the things that you're required to do is in the bedroom, create an egress well. So kind of a fun thing. But cooler spaces down there, like wine cellars. You drink wine? Either of you guys like sure. wine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I drink wine. Yeah. Especially if it's offered. Nothing oh, booze. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. Learn. I wish we would have interviewed. Uh, that's an interview question. Yeah, we'll ask them now. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So yeah, wine <laughs> cellars yeah, are a big sense. thing. We're doing a lot of wine cellars. We had Monica Miller on some time ago talking about wine cellars and uh, basements are a great area to do that because when you when you get upstairs and you have exterior walls and wine cellars, you have to insulate them differently. In basements, you still have to insulate them properly, but you maintain a cooler temperature down there. And it regulates a little bit better. You don't have to worry about those hot, hot, hot summer days and having your uh, cooler create condensation because of the extreme temperature changes. So wine cellars are awesome. Doing more and more of those. So Jill, you'll be taking calls probably Mm -hmm. tomorrow after people hear this for a lot of wine cellars. Yep, absolutely. And then workout rooms. Workout rooms are great, especially... Mm -hmm. With the winter months coming here, it's harder to get outside. It's not oh as gosh. motivating. It gets dark earlier. It's just nasty. So basements are an awesome spot. Put the treadmill in there. Get your run in. Get some weights in there. Do some cardio. Put a hanging bag in there, You know, heavy bag. Do a little boxing. That's fun. fun. Make the whole house shake. I got a heavy bag I put in my garage <laughs> whenever I use that. Everyone Dinner. in the house yeah. knows. Does it make your whole house shake? Oh, yeah. I mean, the girls come out and they're what just is like, Dad, on? stop it. I can't hear the TV. <laughs> come out here. Hit the bag with me. Jeez. So, yeah, it does. It shakes the whole house. So when you screw that bag Get some aggression out with it. That's right. Yeah, get some aggression out. So great spaces for that. Those are the cooler areas down there. And like you said, sleeping down there. I love sleeping in my basement. It's so awesome because it's cooler. I had a really good friend when I was growing up. He had this enormous basement, had all the games and the toys, game rooms and pool tables and ping pong table and air hockey table. He just had everything down in this basement. And all of us friends used to go over there and we'd, we'd stay at his house. And uh, and there were no windows in the basement, which was kind of funny because you had this enormous basement and you just had those little tiny wells, but they were all blocked over with landscaping. So uh, it literally got pitch black in that basement. If you didn't have lights on, mm-hmm. you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. And I'll never forget because, you know, when you're in high school, you can sleep for days. Right. And oh, we yeah. we would go down there and we'd play games until oh, yeah. we all just passed out mm-hmm. late at night. And it'd be three, four PM the next day. And you know, his mom would be like, Guys, you know, <laughs> what are you doing? Bryce, your mom is <laughs> worried sick. We didn't have cell phones, Jill. Right. Can you imagine that? I can. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in like seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> but but yeah, we used to sleep down there until mm-hmm. the wee hours because it was pitch black. And I love that about basements. But it's also one of the problems in basements is you have to have really good lighting because you have to light all the areas because many basements don't have a lot of natural light. Right, got that so, dim, creepy kind of feel. Dim, creepy kind of feel? Mm-hmm. At least yeah. that's how mine has. What mine has, the lighting down there isn't too good. Oh. Yeah. Well, see, you can mm-hmm. fix that. I Isn't can? your dad, a, he's like a handyman, right? Yeah, he I is. Mean, he's, so get him on the lighting You're thing. right. I should get on him. You should just say, hey, dad, you know, it'd be really nice if we could see down here. <laughs> right. <laughs> see if he gets all over that. <laughs> so lighting is really important down in basements, depending on what you're using it for. But if you want a good night's sleep, then, you know, it's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. But bedrooms, uh, I talked about that with the egress. You know, egress wells have to be put in from a safety standpoint. If you think about it, um, codes have all changed over the last, it's probably been about 10 years now. 
And the codes are in place that say if you put a bedroom in a basement, that you have to have an egress well in the bedroom portion. It can't just be in the basement or it can't be a walkout basement and you have a bedroom somewhere else. It actually has to be in the physical room that you'd be Mm. sleeping in. In the event that there's a fire or whatever might happen in the home, an emergency, you would uh, not be limited to just going up the stairs into harm's way. So now you have an exit point and an escape route. Yeah. It's really kind of interesting. I think a lot of people have passed away in their homes in fires under those circumstances. That's what drives codes doing what they're doing. And it's all unfortunate what drives it. But, you know, for the safety, we've had people say, what if I just call it a office? Sure. And we don't put the egress well in. Can I get a definition of an egress well? Yeah. It's a well for egress. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you. Oh, well. <laughs> they build like a little ladder That's so fine. you could get out the window. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you did that better than I did. Yeah. I'm the expert here. Yeah, I, need, like, I need the simple term. Describe yeah. it again, please. It's, they build like a little ladder that you can climb out mm-hmm. the, the basement window. Yeah. So they but dig they a make hole. A little, make they a dig well, a deep yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And it has to be specific dimensions. And there's a window that you have to be able to, to exit. So you've got 5.7 square feet of clearance that you have to have to be able to get out. And um, and the height off the floor, there's restrictions of how high it can be. So you can't be way up near the ceiling that you can't get to it. Right. Actually has to be uh, has to be closer to the floor. So you have uh, that exit point. So it can't be over 40 inches off the off the floor. It's, and see the thing, I I I don't find them very um, handsome in the home. So that's all. That's always would be a detraction for me to to use yeah. use a basement. Uh, they can be like done that. really well. Okay. Uh, no pun intended. But, you know, they, good to hear. Yeah. you guys have fancy ways to make them look pretty now. Yeah. Well, there's, of course, everything has a cost, right? Sure. So you can get a fa- fiberglass insert. It's a prefabricated well where you dig these out and dig the hole out. You drop the well in, it has a drain right. because obviously it's now a low point. So you're going to have water in it and the drain connects to drain tile. And so drain tile is, it's a pipe that runs around your entire house and it drains into the gravel. Uh, uh, underneath the house, so water doesn't get into into the home, flood in. So you have you, your window can be a really nice window. You can get a wood window, you can get any kind of window in there as long as you have the proper clearance. But then the well itself, you know, the fiberglass units, they can look good from a distance for a period of time. You can do a full masonry masonry well where you brick it. And you can see the pretty brick, mm. you know, New Albany, a lot of homes that are brick. So you're not just seeing the big metal looking. Yeah, yeah like a deal. corrugated right. steel. Yeah. I think that's what you yeah. might be thinking yeah. of is, yeah, yeah they, they have those, of course, where you have a prefabricated well that right. you drop in there. That's the corrugated galvanized steel. That's what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. Right? And those aren't, I mean, those aren't pretty, but for someone who wants to do it on the, on the cheap because of code and they don't care what it looks like and they don't really see it. Uh, that's one of the ways to save money on it. But of course, you're, you get into a full masonry one where you're going to brick it or put stone or make it, you know, lavish and plant ivy down there and all that mm. stuff. So it really starts to take okay. on sure. character of the home. You're going to have more cost in it. And in areas where there's more visibility, it's probably what you want to do. Right. You know, because some people do that, do those wells strictly for more natural, natural light. You know, basements are dark. And one of the ways to get more light is to actually put windows in. If you don't have... The topography, you know, Columbus isn't really known for a lot of variation in our topography. It's relatively flat. You know, we get a little bit of variation. Cincinnati is a good example. There's not a flat piece of property in the whole city. And so every basement, you know, uh, is pretty much a walkout basement on homes. 
because at some point on the on the lot, most of them, there's a big open area, at least to get big windows. You can have sliding doors that go out mm-hmm. to the living area. And so we've got a lot of that around Columbus, but not like you do in other areas. So you have to excavate out and dig those areas out, put wells in, properly drain it. But you can get some natural light in there and make it feel like it's an extension of the home. You know, my, my basement has deep wells that you know, my home was built in 39. For whatever reason, you know, I had a custom home builder build our house and he dug huge wells with big full-size windows, but they're not very, um, they're not very deep in the sense of from the house to the wall. They're pretty shallow that mm-hmm. way, but they're, you know, they come down a good five feet. And is that enough for an egress uh, technically or not enough? I need to go just a, well, you well I could, bed, but yeah. you don't have a bedroom down there anyway. I don't have a bedroom, yeah. but I have living space. So sure. when you're down there, I've got, you know, windows that are double hung windows so I can open them mm-hmm. and get some air movement down there. Something different than just like the blocked windows right. that you glass get in. Glass block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that's like what we have. Well, glass block allows light, but not view. Right. And that's great if you don't have a view right. and you also don't need it to be operable. Yep. They do have glass block windows that will take one of the blocks and you can have it be a, That's what we have, a, little, a little tilting, vent, yeah. yeah, like a little mm-hmm. vent, um, or it takes two of the blocks, right. I think, and it makes a little vent. Long and skinny, like and, a mail, um, mail, mail slot, slot or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little mail slot, and you can get a little bit of air movement in there, or you just let the spiders in, whatever one you want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to do it. So those are, uh, that's one of the things you do. Glass block is great if you, again, if you just want natural light. It's a little bit of older material. I don't see as much of it moving, but I actually put two glass block windows in my um, mechanical room um, because they they look out to my patio, and I didn't want people to people see on my in. patio looking into mm-hmm. my mechanical room down in the basement. So I just had glass block put in there, and that works great. I don't know if this is adjacent or off off topic, but I'm having a hard time trying to find a uh, a nice. Um, great or something mm, for mm-hmm. the top, you know, like it, cause you walk yeah. out on my, my back patio and there's the little well mm-hmm. and it goes down and we got to, you know, into the basement, but I can't find anything that fits on top of that. You can go to the hardware store and the big, buy the big bulky, ugly plastic thing. Is yeah. that something that you, ha- you have to have uh, made, um, you know, especially or am I just what is your well? Right is, it a, is it a, um, galvanized yeah. corrugated yeah, galvanized? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, you know, those types of stores do have those wells, but they also have covers for yeah. them. Th- did you look there? Yeah, we looked at it, and I just can't find anything the right size, or they're those big, ugly plastic, plastic ones. Yeah, the plastic ones are big and ugly, and, and really all they do is they get moisture in them, and they start to get algae on them, yeah. and they get all green and grody. I just and, don't want because it's right out the door. I just worried something, one of the kids are going to fall down there, and so, Timmy fell down the right. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't, well, yeah. Well, you got two dogs, so yeah, like, yeah, what's right. that? What's that, girl? Timmy's in the well? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if two dogs can't find him, I don't, we're done. Right, Nobody's going to find them. Right. right. That's right. The dogs did it then. You, that's what you'll you'll learn from that one. Uh, no, I mean, you can have them, have them fabricated. It depends what you want it to look like. Sure. But if it's in an area where you see it right. and you want it to look a little bit better, it's not that much to go to Fort and Ironworks okay. and get the dimensions mm-hmm. of that and, and to find out what the radius is of it. And um, they'll make one for you. And you just drop it over the top and yep. you can stand on it. Yeah. And, yep. and do that and right. have them powder coat it so it doesn't rust out on you. Okay. Maybe uh, next spring I'll have to give it. What did it say it again? Fort Fortin. Fortin Ironworks. Okay. Yeah, they're right next to J.S. Brown and Company there on the go. same lot, Hess Street and Fifth. Shout out to Fortin. Yeah. I, seriously. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Let's get them on the show. They'll talk about okay. it. And actually bring your dimensions. Maybe, right, in, maybe in the studio we'll have them make yours. <laughs> 
Yeah. Get the gear and steel. And everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we can do yeah, that in here. One. We can get the sparks flying. Sure, yeah. It's not yep. our studio. Jill, you can come back for that. We'll put you yeah. a little helmet. As long as I, yeah. Some protective the, eyewear. mask going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know how to weld? No. Now you're, okay, so let's go to your dad for a second. <laughs> we'll go back to basements in a second, but I want to I learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's learn about Jill today, too. Um, so your dad... It has kind of his, his uh, business little, on the side. Yeah, he independent little, contracting business. Yeah, yes. And he has that on the side. So were you around tools? Was he helping you? I mean, are you handy at all? I mean, I'm competent. Yeah. Enough. Like I can put like, I lived in a shack my last year of college and I could put like the <laughs> um, the cabinet doors else. back on our little cabinets in our bathroom, that kind of thing. I so you know do. how to use a screwdriver. Right, exactly. That's what, yeah. But that's about the bare minimum is what I'm capable Have of. Have you ever... Plugged in a, a tool to use, like a power tool. Yeah, yeah. Like I've used the power not like sp- a blender, not in the kitchen. I or mean, anything. okay, like a power tool, like a saw. Oh no, oh, no. 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 Okay. Oh my gosh. Do you are, do you like to build things? <laughs> yeah, or I do. Would you like to? I would. I just. I guess I've never really felt like I've. At least with my dad, I always feel like I'm in the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, I've yeah. minded my own. That's right. right. I, I, my dad always would do the hold the flashlight. Right, exactly. Really just hold this right here. Don't move. Right. Yeah, no, I, I put my girls to work. Boy, mm-hmm. right. they like if it. I have uh, Callie, my youngest one. She uh, and I built flower boxes for our house cool. over the summer. And she was right there the whole time. And we were taking measurements of the wood, and I had her mark in the wood. The only thing I didn't have her do is push the wood through the table saw. Yeah, that sounds you know, good. I, I, yeah, so I, yeah, well... <laughs> Or just a life. She's so tiny. Right. And so, you know, we were te- I was teaching her about safety, you know, because you got an open blade and all that stuff. I want her standing way back from that. But, you know, she was helping me with all that. And we got her ear protection, you know, yeah. kind of like you're wearing right, right now, big yeah. earphones. Mm-hmm. And then eye protection and proper gloves and made sure she doesn't have loose clothes or, you know, she's got really long oh, yeah, hair. Sucked right into that. So she's got her hair pulled back and, <clears throat> and put up. So she just loves it. I mean, she's not one that's like does it for... 15 minutes and then she's done. She like right. will she's take like, a project from start to finish and it's really cute. So I've got some really good pictures of her fun. using the drill and you know, she's drilling in and she's securing the, the boards together using clamps and everything. She's having, she's Love 11. Yeah, and she's I was just having, say wow. having a great time doing it. And so, you know, just like my mother used to do when I was young and in the kitchen cooking, she'd always tell everybody I made dinner. So, you know, I, there's Callie's shadow, right. their flower boxes. And one of them's uh, seven feet long. So it's this big, long. Longer than Bigger her. Bigger than her, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh-huh. It's a big, long uh, flower box that hangs under a, a set of windows in the front of her house. It really turned out well because we used reclaimed uh, wood. Oh, so yeah. old barn wood. And we made these boxes. And they're really very cool. Turned out I just took them down over the weekend. All my flowers dead. Mm. Wah, wah. So ready for next season. So she wants to build another one. We got another spot for one. So we've got uh, plans to build that one. All right. So send her my way when you're done. I will. Yeah, really? you know, maybe Same. Some, my some, mom would yeah, love that. Uh-huh. Maybe that's her thing. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Callie's flower boxes. We're taking business. orders now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anybody interested, go ahead and uh, right. go to, uh, yeah, you, you, you can certainly. You message can, Bryce at J.S. Brown and Company. You could do that for sure. Bryce <laughs> at J.S. Brown or go to right. AboveGrade at jsbrowncompany.com and say Callie's flower boxes, please. And I'll put orders in. <laughs> right. So do them pretty reasonably. She doesn't have any expenses right now. Right. You're buying all the wood <laughs> tools. Right. Yeah. 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 Leftover <laughs> lumber. Yep. She's pretty cheap. So give her some practice. So that's great. So what else do you want to know about basements? Anything exciting? Yeah. Uh, what about uh, humidity? I've always got um, a, a dehumidifier going down there. 
Yeah. I'm worried that uh, you know, being below ground, below the grade, below grade, that uh, it's going to get uh, too musty or moldy or get everything. Yeah. What 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 are your thoughts on on um, proper dehumidification? Is that a word? It sounds like yeah. a word. Okay. I think it is. Sure. Um, rolled off the tongue nicely. So yeah, keeping uh, keeping the moisture out of the air. It is an area where you have moisture because you're you're below grade. And one of the reasons that you have drain tile and you have all that is to keep the water from getting into the basement. But when you look at older basements, you also have the concern of moisture down there, failing foundations. You know, they're old. Uh, when we get into Bexley and we get into um, Old Worthington and Arlington, there's a lot of old foundations and the old stone foundations. That's a lot. That's more mortar almost than stone. And they're all uneven and they've shifted. And usually you go down, you just open a basement door and you can smell how musty they are. Mm -hmm. And that's because there's constant humidity coming in and years of it. And you're, if you smell dirt, you're also smelling the soil, you know, from all the water that's come in, it's probably carried some soil in and you can actually see dirt in a lot of basements or they have open crawl spaces to the basement and that you just smell that as well. So having a dehumidifier run or a sump pump, I think you mentioned sump mm -hmm. pump earlier, yeah. having a sump pump down in the basement. In my home, I don't have a sump pump, which is crazy. One was never put in my house. I haven't, I haven't put one in, but I finished my basement, so I'm going against my best advice of having a sump <laughs> pump down in a basement because all it takes is one, one you know, water flood, catastrophe, yeah. and yeah. and you kind of ruined a lot of things. So, well, well, actually, our tip of of the week has a lot to do with sump pumps. So it's kind of funny you're queuing this thing up. Uh, so, yeah, keeping a dehumidifier running. I just got one and I connected it. I have a full bathroom down in my basement that we never use. You mm -hmm. know, the shower, we just never use. I used it a couple times, but um, we, I tied my humid dehumidifier, I tied a hose to the back of it, and it drains into, into that area yeah. because I don't have something connected any There's other no way. Drain, it's yeah. portable. So I can move the thing around my basement in different areas. But it's it, since I put that in, I put it in this summer, I had one that I had to empty every day. Oh, that's and I was that emptying, way. you know, a, a two-gallon tank every day. I was emptying of water, so there's a lot of moisture in the basement. You want to keep that humidity level low, you know, between forty and fifty percent. That was going to be my next question: is what percentage you think uh, it yeah. should be? Yeah, forty to fifty is a is a good, healthy, relative humidity. And if you keep it in that range, you'll you'll be okay. Basements have a tendency to have a higher humidity if not managed. Um, just because you've got block mm -hmm. concrete walls sure. and moisture has a tendency to get through concrete. It wicks through that. It's not waterproof. Even with waterproof membranes on the outside of the home that are installed over time, they can start to deteriorate or the foundation shifts. There's a crack that forms low moisture. Is there anything in. you can do about shifted foundation? Because I know in my basement, part of it's kind of more of like a laundry room section. Mm -hmm. And my mom is always complaining about how water will leak under the tile that we have down mm. just because I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure our house was built in like the forties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, besides, besides like extreme going to extreme measures, is there anything you can do other than run a humidifier? Well, so the humidifier is one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we did this on our preventative maintenance show um, a few weeks back. We talked about walking around the perimeter of the house and doing, checking a few things. One is, the grade mm -hmm. around the house making in the grade is the dirt comes up to the house, making sure it slopes away from the home. 
as opposed to is is flat like into it or right. or yeah or um, slopes back toward the foundation because when water lands on the ground, it's mm-hmm. just going to direct it's it back run against there, and what you want to pull all the water away. And so uh, checking downspouts and checking your downspout drain tile. So there's another drain tile you may or may not have. If your mm-hmm. gutter just dumps out into the yard, you don't have drain tile or it's not connected to it. And drain tile is something that actually runs from your uh, from your downspouts and then runs out to the street and takes it out to the stormwater drain system. Okay. So if you if you check those things, you can also check your gutters to make sure that they're clear and they aren't backing up because if <clears throat> if you have your downspouts properly connected and filtering water, it doesn't matter if they're clogged because the water's all going to go over the edge of the right, gutter them, right? yeah, and, and flow to the, around the house, which is where we're trying to keep water from gathering. So those are some things that you can mm-hmm. look at very quickly and go, oops, these are problems we can fix. Right, I'll pass that along to, to the mother. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe the handyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a both. Yeah. yeah. Just at dinner. You know, have dinner with them and say there are some things I want to talk about with you all. They've been Here weighing on my mind. Right. And, and then they'll say, know. okay, great. When are you moving out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'll be so impressed with your knowledge, which is outstanding. So anyway, yeah, those are, you know, those are, those are good questions, but the dehumidifier is wonderful to have. You can keep one running mm-hmm. to keep humidity levels low. It's great. It'll make things last longer down in the basement. It'll yeah. take that musty smell out too. You know, a lot of people framed basements up. If you have a finished basement and it's older and it smells musty, I've got one right now or uh, looking at in Upper Arlington and um, beautiful home and it's just really musty down there. They're wood paneled wall. They have a wormy chestnut wall panels. Super, super cool. And they're just planks of wood that are all yeah, tongue and grooved yeah. together on the walls. But at the baseboard, they're starting to rot out and that's from the moisture behind them. Well, I pulled one of the boards back and I saw that there are little batten strips. Batten strips are just thin ripped pieces of wood that are fastened directly to the wall and they're one by material. So it means they're one inch or three quarter inch thick and they're fastened directly to the, the block or the, the foundation. And then the, the, the uh, finished materials put on top of that. So that wormy chestnut right on top of that. That's great, but there's really no opportunity for the wood to stay dry for air to move mm-hmm. behind there. The idea was pulled off the block. So you have a little bit of air movement and you have something to nail it to. But the proper way to build it is to have a two-inch air gap between the wall, the block wall or foundation wall, and any framing material. It should be a treated treated bottom plate. So that's what touches the concrete. So any of that moisture that's in there, because basements, it's expected there's going to be moisture in a basement. But how you filter it and manage it is another thing. Mm -hmm. So they've got a big problem with everything that they have in this house because there's wood touching block and so block is moist or can have moisture in it which means it's just constantly on the wood which is going to transfer that moisture through the wood over time like a sponge and transfer it to whatever it's touching which is the wormy chestnut so mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of deterioration from the backside and you don't notice it until it's too late right. and then it gets musty and moldy and smelly and you get that smell in the basement so you got to dry it out or properly frame it do all that great stuff with it. So there's a, you know, some people look at their basements and they go, oh, crud, what do I need to do? Just like you said, Jill, there, there are things you can look at, but that's step one. But then you might also say, okay, all those things, I checked the box, they're mm-hmm. all fine, but we still have water. You might have 
water that's just getting in. Uh, obviously you do. I shouldn't say might. You do. But there are measures that can be taken. Um, there's the basement doctor, great company in town who does waterproofing. And so that's generally who I call when I have a, a basement that um, has moisture issues and they need to waterproof the, the foundation walls. I always call those fo- folks out. That's not something that we do directly, but I work with them. They do that part and then we finish the basement out. It's nice and dry. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in my basement, you'd never know you're, you know, in a, in a basement. It doesn't have an odor to it and it's very comfortable and we've used um, proper framing and proper uh, insulation down there to just make it feel quiet and snug like any other room in the house. So you can do it wrong too in a hurry. More, more ways to do it wrong than to do it right. So why well, you want to get some professionals like your friends at right. JS Brown. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, like yeah, I would, I would have to agree with <laughs> we're that. We're wrapping it up here. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping it up. All right. Well, with that, you, know, you, you folks have been super patient. This has been a long show and that's because Jill's so talkative. Thanks. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to do the tip. I've said my piece. <laughs> and there she keeps going. All right. Well, love it. Love having you on. But here's the tip of the week. Yes, the tip of the week. Which is great. Which you kind of teed up. So, Greg, here it is. It's time for the tip of the week. If you have an unfinished basement, you have big plans to finish it. Be sure to include a sump pump in your plan. All the water may rarely get into your basement and only takes one time for disaster to strike. Put a battery backup on the pump for extra security in the event you lose power in a storm. Then call J.S. Brown and Company to design the perfect basement <laughs> living space for you and your family. It's like you were in my playbook. I've been doing for this the tip. for a million episodes. A million, million shows in. <laughs> he knew 2.0. the tip. Yeah, he knew the uh, tip before we got to it. Right on. Well, that was fun. Jill, it was great. I hope you learned something about basements. I did. Now I you're going to know how to keep it drier. more stuff every day. Greg, you can too now. So now that you're quarter of the man caved basement. Yes. The quarter of my man cave is going to be really awesome. It's really an eighth. Right. You yeah, know, if we think about it, it's an eighth of the basement yeah, is the right. man cave now. Yeah. Oh, man. Gosh. Just keep chipping more and more away from me. Yep. Right. Next thing I know, I'll have like a lazy boy chair somewhere. Or half of yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that I have to share <laughs> right. with or just, dogs. A, just a chair that doesn't even recline. <laughs> so, gosh, that'd be terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we do this every week. Jill, thanks for being here. Thank you for Maybe having we'll me. have you back on. It was great to have you on and have Greg actually share some knowledge with yeah, you. This Greg's, is really Greg's the turning point. Surprisingly, million full shows of knowledge. Million shows He's in. full of something, right. that's for sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> good to have. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, be sure to tune in every week. We've got a new episode for you. You can go to iTunes or you can go to jsbrowncompany.com and check it out. If you want to send us something, you want a topic that you want us to talk about, we haven't you haven't heard and it's not in our archives, go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. You can let us know about that or request your window box, your flower box from Callie, mm-hmm. and we'll yeah. get one out to you right Callie's away. Custom. Callie's custom flower boxes. And until next week, until the next show, have a great week. This is Bryce wishing you a wonderful, productive week to build on. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production. And produced by me, Greg Hansberry.